Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. I'm thinking it's episode 218, Unbecoming of Age. Yeah, the podcast. We're two cats that have never met in real life broadcasting together for, I don't know, three or four years. I live in Iowa. My name's Colin Flynn, and my co-host, John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. Uh, if um, if you push all the episodes out, um, I'm looking in Apple Podcasts, in the podcast app, and it shows that we did episode 217, What's the Mantra? And I, you see, I don't even know, I don't always know what you name these things, and so I'm like, um, I'm, I couldn't even tell you why. So... Um, I'm just, uh, just chilling, ready for two. I, I was thinking when I saw the number 218 come up, because I really don't know what it is until you send me the login link as I'm like, huh, like uh slow crawl, got a slow crawl at 225 to the next like number that in my head means something, you know? Yeah. I don't know why. Yep. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I like. Even you said, what's what else is going on? I'm like, I don't know. Just going to wing it. Don't know what's going I mean, I do know what's going on in my little world, but I don't pay attention to much outside of my little world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about you? I mean, do you pay anything out, uh, pay attention to anything outside of my little world? Uh, no, you don't pay attention to anything in my little world, except for when we do this. Yeah. It, it still is, I think, for um, many of us, a little world, even though uh, this week, the uh, I don't know, we got kind of the all clear sign, sort of, from the CDC. They're saying... From the CDC, yeah. yes. From the CDC. Yeah. I haven't really heard uh, what um, what the president, President Biden, has said about it, uh, if much of anything at all. Uh, I, it, it's, it's so weird because I think there are a lot of people that are waiting exactly they're doing exactly that what what does old joe say what what is what does joe want me to do <laughs> which cracks me up because uh i just uh you know i i i frankly you know i really don't give a shit what joe's thinking um i i've been you know we've talked about the avoiding that whole thing uh the the idea of uh wh what's going on with uh with politics and uh, i i've been doing a pretty good job of it i think um i still get sucked in occasionally but um i did you know like everybody else it was impossible not to see that cdc thing and uh, i had been um so I'll, I'll give you a little backstory we, we had gone to um we thought well this was before all of that uh, the announcements with uh, you know we're going to change all of that um rachel and i decided let's go let's go take a day trip so we decided to go off to um there's a town in illinois it's called galena illinois and uh galena, okay. Gal galena illinois was at one point i'll tell you uh, just a little bit about the, the the story of the town a little bit it's very picturesque it was at one point the largest uh largest city in chicago in at one point during the eight or in, in chicago in illinois it was bigger than chicago is what i'm trying to say at one point um in the i think the 1850s it's it's atypical for a midwestern town because it was it sprung up really quickly there was lead mining there that um it was a big boon like a like a, almost like a gold rush sort of thing at one point until the actual gold rush began and then i think people were like wait that's gold this is lead let's get the hell out of here but um anyway um 
it, it sprung up very quickly. Uh, it's got a very uh, picturesque downtown that's got a lot of big, uh, big for the Midwest sort of old buildings that were built in the in the uh, you know 1850-ish sort of time frame. They've got a lot of big five-story, three three to four or five-story buildings that uh, go along this downtown in this um, in this community, and it's very. Uh, it's a it's built on a hillside, which also gives it a lot of uh, strange charm. And so, uh, anyway, the the place it's touristy. It's during the summer. Uh, the last time I was there, I remembered there were a lot of uh, shops that featured a lot of antiques. There were a lot of furniture stores. There were a lot of uh, kind of quality goods that were at, at a lot of these stores that were kind of pricey. And it, it was. Um, uh, it, it was a place that was uh, a lot of people from Chicago would go for a weekend getaway. Uh, people with money from Chicago that would go hang out there and uh, and uh, spend a weekend. Some wineries, some decent restaurants, that, that sort of thing. Well, um, I guess apparently over the last few years, the demographics there shifted a little bit with the ownership of a lot of these businesses where there were older people that had those um, those businesses that I described. And they got out of the business. The square footage that was running along this main drag here switched over to a lot of stuff that was more, more along the lines of just uh, touristy tchotchke shit. You know, the Chinese plastic dog shit that you can kind of buy in any tourist town, t-shirt shops, and just a lot of crap that you probably... Some people, I guess that appeals to, but for the most part, when you walk in, you think, well, I could have just bought this shit on eBay or, or on Amazon somewhere, so why visit? Um, anyway, with last year, the, the, the year that's gone on, in that period where they had a shift that, that changed things a lot, then there was also the, the, the idea that you know everything shut down for a year. So there's a lot of storefronts now in this community that are they're empty they're they're looking for for new people to come in as the world shifts into whatever we're going to be moving forward so it was a little disappointing when we got there to find out that uh there wasn't much open a lot of the a lot of the retail that's there was uh they were shutting down at basically at 4 p.m so they would be open from like uh maybe noon to four something like that and then a lot of the places that were that were restaurants didn't open until four, and they only stayed open until eight o'clock. And it was just a weird mix. And and the other weird part of it that was going on was the state of Illinois has because it's a legal recreational and and uh, medicinal marijuana state now. So there's dispensaries now that have popped up, and so Galena has uh, two or three dispensaries uh that are in town and so you've got a lot of younger and older people that are hitting the dispensaries to buy weed or or, or marijuana products or whatever whatever dis type they decide and they're skipping the rest of the the experience that you would have if you would have normally gone to Galena and maybe these are locals I guess some are probably some aren't because I was standing in line at one of these these dispensaries and you can't really talk to anybody because at that point everybody's still got masks on and people generally don't have it seems like we don't have as many just impromptu short conversations with people if we're all standing six to ten feet apart with a mask on but I'm hearing some people having conversations. Nonetheless, there's some stuff going on, but with the employees and things like that. So there were some. I, there was a sweet old lady that walked into the dispensary. I, I would imagine with she was with her husband. Um, I would say probably about 80 years old, 
And uh, the late hmm. lady asked her, and there were a lot of people that were certainly over 50. I'd say the majority of people in, in line at this place were were uh, 50, 50 and above, and, and a lot of uh, people even much older than that. So they asked her when you, when you go in, and this is uh, the, the way this dispensary is set up, they wanted you to do a pre-order online. But if you didn't do a pre-order, they had a uh, not so much a bud tender kind of thing where they're actually showing you products. They they actually have somebody that walks up to you with a uh, with an iPad and they run through things with the iPad and make you place your order by looking at things on the iPad. Which you know that's fine if you're and probably if you're a little bit younger and you know what you're doing and you got some experience with this, that makes sense. But this old lady, they asked her, you know, "Have you been in before?" She said, "No, I've never never been here before. I just it was the first time." She and her husband, and so they said, "Do you know what you're looking for?" And she said, "No, I." I and she had this old lady voice. I know I I don't. She wasn't mad, but she was. I don't know what I'm looking for. I I'm just you know hoping to find something that. I just, I just want to, I just want a good night's sleep. I just want to get, I, I, and she goes, I don't want to get all stoned. I just want to sleep well. Can you help me sleep well? <laughs> so the, right. the lady, who was the, the the person that was helping her, was very, very kind, very nice. worked worked very well with her and explained to her uh, because there was a fairly long line. She had a lot of time to talk to this lady, and she told her. All about, you know, there's edibles and there's edibles that have a certain amount of THC and some have CBD and some are CBD basically only and a little bit of THC and explain a lot of things to her. And then the lady, before she got through with the whole thing, I, I was uh, uh, interested to hear that when, when the conversation, by the time it was over, she decided... Yeah, it was okay if she got a little. If she got a little stoned, she she thought that would might be a good idea. So, she I don't know what exactly she ended up with buying. She got some edibles and some other stuff, but um, yeah, she, they they worked through it with her, and she decided she was going to get a, something with a little bit of a buzz and and uh, go go her merry way. But um, the, okay, so the weird thing with the, all of it was, you've got a state, the state of Illinois, which is. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a blue state. So we got this red state, blue state, weird, weird thing going on with, uh, with the way states are reacting to masks and lockdowns and and um, these plans that they they you know are giving names to stages of lockdown and they've got you know we're in phase B or we're in phase C or now Illinois is in what they're calling a bridge phase, which I'm not sure exactly what's involved with that, but this was prior to the, them moving over to the bridge phase. So I think maybe the bridge phase had something to do with all these weird business hours where nothing was open uh, or didn't seem to be open at a time that made any sense. Um, but with that going on, and then we have this community that's trying to, I'm sure, get, get itself set back on its feet and try to try to, you know, find the tourist trade that it once had coming back into town. And it seems like um, maybe COVID isn't isn't actually the problem there anymore. I think their 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 own problem might be the idea that. Uh, they're just doing a lot of things to shoot themselves in the foot with these weird hours. And I don't know if the hours are the state making them do that, or if they've just figured out maybe restaurants are closing at eight o'clock because you, maybe the town just ought, shuts, shuts itself down. And it, you know, because people don't go out past eight o'clock generally in this place. I, I'm not sure. I do know we went to a restaurant that was, still open there was the one that there was actually one that stayed open until nine o'clock it was a italian place and it was very nice very 
very old school Italian and a beautiful old building. And um, there was the, hardly anybody in there. There was probably three or four people in the place. It was on a Wednesday evening. So I, I, that may have some effect as well, the fact that it wasn't a weekend. But um, they were pretty much, uh, for the most part, um, seemed like shut down. But the waitress that was there with her uh, her mask on, of course, we were sitting at the table, so we don't have a mask on as we're ordering. And she's got her mask on. And she's... Tr- okay, she... She was trying really hard. She, I, she's one of those types of people. Sometimes you'll see as as a, some people are are very outgoing and very good at at you know at serving you know people food at tables and and getting you know establishing rapport and doing the job doing, that they should be doing. Some people are cut out for it. Others are not so much. Yeah, she she was the type of person I that I think her personality was not typically kind of a outgoing sort of person who maybe just walked up and started a conversation with somebody in line at a dispensary as a as an example. Um, she just seemed like she kind of struggled a little bit with trying to trying to make the whole thing work as some waitresses do they get into kind of a sing sing songy sort of thing where they're talking to you with their voice where they're they're trying to be super friendly and nice but it comes off almost not so much fake it just it's it's kind of un, she had she had an uncomfortable nature about her which i felt bad because a, she's working at a place that there's hardly any business, and she's trying to work, you know, trying trying to get tips, and she just probably, I, I would maybe guess all night long she might have had a, f- a few tables tops, so she's not making much money that way. She's struggling because she's got the mask thing on. The place is shutting down early, so there's a lot working against her, but she's still out there trying to trying to you know, trying to make a living and and do her thing. And uh, in the meantime, you got a lot of these states now where they're uh, Iowa, as an example, where they just announced they're going to cut that extra unemployment benefit thing that was going on for some people. So, mm-hmm. so it's just it's it's a strange, strange, strange time. And I I felt just by being there that if they would have uh, certain things would have been just a little bit different. Uh, they, there's a lot Galena mm-hmm. Illinois has going against it right now. Um, with you know, like I said, trying to figure out how to be uh, touristy again, but um, and maybe touristy places like that, <laughs> in some cases, uh, they just die a natural death. I don't know, but um, it's they're going to have a really tough time trying to crawl out of this uh, this COVID mess with the with the plan that they've got now. The way it's going, it was uh, it was a but, strange thing. <clears throat> well, I, yeah, you know, it's not. It doesn't seem to have been handled well. Uh, anywhere in the United States, and I could be wrong about that, in many places in the United States, the places I'm familiar with, uh, whether it was on the state level or the federal level, and that would be, uh, I would say, under both administrations, and there tend to be a lot of mixed and confusing messages that are being sent out, right? So, like, we don't believe what the CDC is saying one way or the other. They don't know what they're talking about. So it's almost like I think for those who are extreme, it's like, does the thing fit their agenda or not? Right. Right. Does does the if, if you didn't believe in the mask in the first place and you thought it was bullshit, and you didn't believe what the CDC said. And now you'd be like, well, uh, CDC says I don't have to wear it. I don't how. The, so I was going as I'm looking all over the stuff. It's like, uh, you know, I, I came across something on Instagram and the, you know, the comedian Judah Friedlander. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Judah Friedlander, who wears like the trucker hat, world yeah. champ, that guy who was on a. Uh, 30 rock anyway i i don't know this was a suggested post for me and uh this is uh you know a day and a half ago he wrote uh his his joke was today the cdc announced that if you're vaccinated you don't 
have to wear a mask indoors. This was done to incentivize the unvaccinated to say that they're vaccinated. And, and essentially, yeah, yeah pretty much. Oh. So we're going to what I think we're going to see more than anything is is uh, businesses, the bigger businesses that are concerned about liability and managing the thing, because it will be a shit show, are right. going to keep the mask mandate in, you know? Well, they just announced, though, uh, yesterday already that there's like four or five uh, major U.S. Uh, retailers. It's like Costco, Walmart, um, a bunch of the big ones, um, Trader Joe's, uh, I believe Target was on that sure. list, that they're all dropping the mandate. Because they don't, they, so they don't I, want to fight with people. Yeah. Why, why would you want to? Why would you task your people at any level with saying, right. "Put that mask on"? You have to have a mask on. I, 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 I heard. I heard about the. I heard about Trader Joe's. Um, I guess. Um, yeah, Susie told me that in Connecticut, I can't remember that they didn't have it. And to me, every Trader Joe's I've been in is small and crowded and before i even knew there would be a pandemic i wanted to wear a mask <laughs> uh, yeah it's just yeah. people are just on top of me and breathing on me they are really, they are they are I like know. that and they, they've been yeah. i was surprised to see trader joe's on the list because uh at least here locally they've been the one that i've seen really paying attention to uh the whole number of people in the store i've had to wait there more than any place that i've been to as far as getting into it you know there's usually a line of not not a long line but usually five or six people standing outside and they let only a certain number in and everybody's they they are they've been pretty you know heavy duty on the on the whole protocol so i was surprised to see them on the list but i also like, like i said i think relieving your your team of uh of the uh, policing a aspect has got to be uh, a, a relief for a lot of these places. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think I, I, I feel bad for the fact that um, we're in, we're in this weird situation. Well, like you said, you're, you're looking around, you're wondering like that thing that, that, that the comedian guy uh, just came up with his, his theory. I've seen that written. I've seen people, um, uh, I've followed some of these comments on on the local Reddit um, uh, thing here in, in town about why people are when this got announced and then our our mayor in the last day has said basically he's agreed with the CDC and he said you know there's no mandate in the city anymore and businesses can do what they want to do. Well, there's been um, a bunch of people that have commented. Um, okay, this gives people like you said uh, free if they if they aren't vaccinated they can act like they were no nobody knows i mean we're, we're we're not showing people our cards we're not you know nobody's we don't have our foreheads stamped so there's no way of knowing who who is and who isn't um yesterday uh and i've been I, before the cdc announced this uh, frankly i've been going around without a mask quite a bit i've been to, in grocery stores without one i've been in um, major retailers unless there's a big ass sign on the door saying don't um, um i i was like thinking the science is clear here uh, this is this is a, a lot of there's a lot of reasons why people would continue to wear a mask i think there's they're going to continue to wear masks for for a lot of reasons, none of which are in my head. 
And I, for me to try to figure out what everybody else is doing, that's just way too much work, way too much effort. I'm just I'm rolling without one. Uh, I'm going to be an early adopter because the science is very clear here. So, uh, yeah, I was rolling without one anyway. But um, what I'm, I guess what I was trying to say was there are going to be uh, – okay – there's there's a bunch of stuff going on. So you got people that are got all these various reasons. Um, on this Reddit thing, there was a um, I guess an interview that was done within the last couple of days um, that was you know, came out of the Quad Cities, uh, which is east of here a little ways. Uh, anyway, um, they they talked to people leaving a, a local grocery store chain. Um, just can I ask you? you know, why you're wearing a mask, why you're not wearing a mask, that sort of thing. The majority of people that they talked to, I think it was probably, uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was, it was over 50% of them said that they would continue to wear a mask, even though uh, this, what, no matter what the CD says, CDC says, they were just going to keep doing it. Uh, and then there were a bunch of them that were like, you know, the CDC says, okay, I'm not going to, uh, you know, it's off. And s- some of those admitted, I think they had, um, out of like a hundred or so that they that they talked to, I think there was like seventeen or eighteen of them. I think on the list that they said admitted to not having any sort of vaccine and had no intentions to get vaccinated and would and they were maskless and they were basically saying we're not going to do it anyway. So what I, I guess what I'm thinking is I've got no way of knowing. Um, in the last few days, when I'm walking around without a mask on at various places, especially yesterday after it was clear, the mayor said it's okay. The CDC says it's okay, and it's very clear that in an indoor, outdoor, either either situation, you don't have to wear the mask. Uh, okay, so I'm at, a, at the grocery store. Still the majority of people, overwhelming majority, I'd say 95% probably were still wearing masks yesterday. Um, mentally, I'm looking at people, and I'm starting to think, are they anti-vaxxers? Why, why, are they, why would you wear a mask? I, I'm, I'm seeing people with masks on now, and I'm thinking... They've got something going on. That's do they have cancer? Do they have? Is there some reason why they can't get vaccinated? Why would you have that mask on? That may, you know, it's like, or um, there's the idea that some people are just uh, uh, this whole thing. I know it's been damaging for a lot of people, just from an idea that uh, mentally they, we've gotten away from speaking to each other. We've, in some instances, people enjoy kind of being behind the masked idea, like you were talking about. Um, and it's a good way to sit back and, and, uh, disengage from, from society, if you will, uh, for whatever reason, whatever, whatever warm and fuzzy that gives you by, by wearing that mask, whether it's, um, I just feel safer. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but <sighs> I don't know. Um, it's a lot to try to figure out and, and I, and it's not worth trying mm-hmm. to figure out. So I just, if you want to wear one, I guess you will. And if you if you don't, you don't. But this, there, there will be businesses that close based on a decision that they are making right now, which is they're they're making the, the, the a decision based on their own personal belief. They're going to say, "I'm going to require mass to continue at my place of business. I'm going to put a big sign on the door. I'm going to make a deal out of it. I am going to enforce it. I'm going to tell people that they still need to mask up." And they're going to go out of business because of that decision, and that's not COVID's problem; that's their problem. The Atlantic had an article 
um, back on May 4th, written by Emma Green. The liberals who can't quit lockdown. Progressive communities have been home to some of the fiercest battles over COVID-19 policies, and some liberal policymakers have left science evidence behind. And then you've got people literally protesting, teach a picture of a teacher protesting in Massachusetts, a school reopening plan. You know, and so it's like, so I think some some of the biggest challenges here are these extreme belief systems, yeah, right? right? And, right, and right. so, and and Trumpism isn't responsible for this liberal's viewpoint, but it's one of the reasons that even though I would have possibly described myself as liberal hyphen ish back in my like senior year of high school, early college, I probably wasn't. If I were to be able to go in a time machine and ask me a bunch of questions, I'd be like, you're not a fucking liberal. You're a fucking right-leaning moderate. Really? I had no idea. But socially, maybe. So again, I don't know what I was or what. I do not want to define myself as being on the left or liberal because of how extreme it's getting. I'm certainly not on the right or extreme. Right. So, yeah. you know, I can theoretically accept that as someone who was socially left and liberal, that something like freedom of speech, like I held that up. Right. And at the same time, you know, gun rights, I don't know that I cared about it one way or the other. But I mean, if I were to look at it and like fight for freedom of speech, why wouldn't I fight for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand they're different and one's a lot more polarizing because, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But that gun might kill me. Well, some of the words that I say to the guy with the gun is the thing that will trigger that guy to pull the trigger and kill me. Right. So it's 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 things are not black and white. And, and the more extreme we have, the harder we're going to find it to get out of anything like this. Yes. Right. Yes. Because where, where is the reason? Right. And so when it comes to the scientific evidence on this, you know, I don't want to say that Trump was ever right. He's a terrible, he was a terrible communicator. He was an incredibly effective communicator, but, and, and, and Biden's no better with some of the shit that he's been saying about it. Right. In terms of making it even more complicated, that'd be like, well, the CDC said, but they'd be like, but you're still, why? Okay. But you're not wearing your mask. You're wearing your mask. Why are you wearing your mask if you've been vaccinated? So it becomes very complicated and confusing, right? And so, and that's before you even bring in someone who's like an anti-vaxxer or you got to get the vaccine, you know, and I don't want to shame anyone. No, no. I don't, I, I, I personally do not want to shame someone. If, if someone is afraid of getting the vaccine for whatever reason, even if I think it's crazy and it's wrong, I mean, like, I, it's who the fuck am I to go? Like, that's their personal belief. Right. Right? Exactly. exactly. That this thing might do harm. And they may have something traumatic in their life that led them to believe this, not necessarily a fucking meme. Right? Yes. But I don't know that. And quite frankly, I don't really want to get into that with someone. Yeah. And the, the trauma, no that trauma could, yeah, this to me is is as it's ironic okay so right now we're hearing the word trauma being brought up with this where there's a lot of people saying the last year i've been traumatized and it's true you know people have been made we've been made to be scared we've been we've had the shit scared out of us and we've had a reason to put on these masks and that is is that has caused trauma for people for sure there 
also was a group of people, whether whether you, you, you want to admit it or not, whether it makes sense or not, there also were a group of people at the beginning of all of this that were traumatized by the idea of putting on these masks. That in the end, you can, they, they might have been crazy Trumpers and they might have been uh, somebody you disagree with, you know, for some reason that is political, possibly. But it's also possible that at the, at the deepest level, those people had some sort of weird trauma going on that caused them not to put on a mask, whatever that, that, whatever that was. That's maybe indescribable somewhat, un, undefinable for, for those of us that don't come from that mindset. But the people that now in some cases are saying, I'm traumatized, I'm going to leave the mask on, were the same people that were saying bullshit to the people at the beginning of this because they didn't put on a mask. And it could be this. Mm. It could be the same, same, same idea, the same reason. It's just something, some little mental quirk, something that's going on in that person's psyche that said, "No, I'm not going to do that." It was a trauma thing, and it's a trauma thing now for people that don't want to take them off. Uh, and it's possible that two things are simultaneously true. It's not exactly the the, the notion that one one is right and one is wrong. They both they both possibly are right. They both possibly are the same thing i don't know but to try to walk around in a in a outdoor setting or even in an indoor setting now where people are going to start the the masks are flying off for some people uh to figure out who are they who who are they are they vaccinated are they not should they have to prove that to me somehow should uh you know are are they it's just too much to try to think about and um i think you just got to get comfortable with it what you want to do i loved 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 walking around without a mask on i have zero fears none whatsoever about getting anything about um any of that sort of stuff uh, it, it felt wonderful and i can't wait for the situation to um to occur where i'm in a normal situation at some sort of a uh you know a music event or sporting event or something and uh, i know that people in those instances the next time I get the opportunity, probably to to uh, to go to one of those sort of things, there there will be people with masks on, and let them yeah they can do that. But I, I, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that 80 or 90 percent of people aren't at that point. I hope we have this thing behind us to the point where they're not. I don't want to sit in a, a room full of uh, people with a, a you know bunch of masks on. I, I really don't because uh, there's no reason for it anymore. But uh, like I said, if somebody yeah, to- I I went. I recently went. There's a coffee shop that I go to here called Rook Coffee, and they've got a bunch of locations. And I I really like I like their coffee. I, I especially like their cold brew. And be, one of the good things that came out of COVID is they got an app. Right, you used to you could text in your order in the past. I never used it. You know, yeah. I always found that it was a pain in the ass. Right. 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 And you'd still have to pay when you got there. And now they've got the app. It's got everything they have on their menu, you know, shows the location closest to you, blah, blah, simple. And so uh, I went to one recently and I walked in and they took down their Plexi. So they still had the mask sign up. This is before the CDC said the thing about the mask. I'm sure that I would imagine that this place still has the mask mandate. And it's it, they don't you don't have anywhere to sit in there. You know, you can stand up against the window and there's like a little shelf, you know, like thing but uh you it's basically in and out and uh i have to say when i walked in there and that plexi was down like it felt even though we were still wearing our masks it felt better it felt more normal yeah yeah 
exactly. right there was even though it was a a transparent you know uh plexi obviously it still changed i was like I, I when i first walked in there i was like something's different and then i knew it found out it exactly what it was i was like and it almost felt like a more pleasant experience i don't know if that makes any sense to you it does, but it does you know it does. it's like it, transparent barriers again this is coming from a place of fucking privilege to even say this, right? I, I you know, I, I bought a five dollar cold brew coffee, tipped a dollar, walk in there, be like, it's so much nice without the plastic. Put the plastic up, the barrier. I felt normal again. I feel less traumatized. I don't even know what voice this is. Who am I? Sound like Irma. She's getting ready to order weed. I don't know. It was it was like Edith Bunker. Like it was weird. Anyway. I, you know, it, 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 but there was something about it. It just last night, um, I went to the, I, I, I took a walk to the ice cream place. That is, it's a like seven minute walk. And, uh, you know, Kylie was at work. I didn't have to pick her up for a little while. She's working at another ice cream place in town in Red Bank. And they have, they have up to three windows at this little, you know, you can't walk in, you walk up to the window, you order your ice cream. Uh, and or Italian ice, and I prefer when it's one line feeding into three because it's more equitable, and you've got a lot of like, you know, uh, you know, middle schoolers and high school teenagers online. You can't even tell if they're all together. They're a giant group. There was no six foot distancing at all, and I was whatever. It didn't bother me. I didn't take a mask with me. The line is outdoors. And uh, you got you to gotta choose a line now. And I'm only one person, so I can't, like, you know, if I'm there with my son or my daughter, you go on that line, I go on this line. And we'll put your one first. We win, you know. And uh, it, it was, but it was nice to see how many people were there. There were still some, some people, the two teenage girls in front of me, you know, I, I don't think they were much more than 16, 17. They had their masks on, both of them, the entire time. One of them was wearing Birkenstocks. But I don't know. I don't know what their belief system is, but they were wearing them, you know, but they were in Bar Birkenstocks. I'm just going to go like, eh, they're, they, they, they're afraid of them. But they weren't so afraid that they didn't go out in public and buy their ice cream. Do you know, they, do so they, it, it I was just but say, it almost felt normal. Yeah. I was going to wonder if the Republicans uh, like at their convention, do they, do they allow Birkenstocks? Do, do you just get automatically just removed from the place? You know, I, I, I think, I think, there are conservative Republicans, uh, particularly Trump Republicans, who wear awful Birkenstocks with and with socks or or terrible Crocs, and they're just out in there. You know what I mean? I I don't. I think Birkenstocks may have been a more liberal. You know, are there conservative Trump people that eat Ben and Jerry's? Maybe you know. <laughs> they're probably Trump. They're they're probably Trump supporters that love the Grateful Dead because they love to trip balls, man. You know, <laughs> we can't just paint everyone with one brush. But I did last night. I did. I I I took. I conflated the two girls wearing masks, one of them wearing Birkenstocks, and I'm like, that's what it is. But I yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really give a shit that they were in their mask. And normally I would have like you know I was wearing a hoodie with you know like that you know kangaroo pouch in the front. I would have thrown a mask in there, but I'm like, eh, yeah. not going to. Not because the CDC said it. I'm like, I'm outside anyway. I didn't expect it to be that crowded either. Um, but People, I, it, yeah, yeah. I worked I worked um, this past week, the two days that I worked. I worked on uh, So 
the Elon Musk episode of Saturday Night Live, I worked for a trucking company, Showbiz Trucking. They're in New Hyde Park, uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, and they have the contract for NBC. So the Today Show, Jimmy Fallon, you know, Seth Meyers, uh, the Macy's Day Parade, you know, whatever they do for New Year's and for Saturday Night Live. Now, as you know, Saturday Night Live is a live show that does their rehearsal on Saturday night at around 8.30, and then they do the live show at or 8 o'clock and then for the rehearsal. And that's their, their dress rehearsal mm-hmm. where they have an audience there and they had, it'll be like two hours long instead of an hour and a half. And they'll cut, they'll cut, you know, sketches based on the reaction of that first crowd so but leading into it you know like they start on monday tuesday they they pitch all they pitch lauren michaels and the guest host and all that so they don't have that show ready ready for what they're going to be doing until like thursday so that day and i had never seen this side of it basically it was like seven or eight trucks driving all around New York, picking up props and stuff. I mean, I was just a helper on the truck, but it was pretty wild. It was a busy, busy day. And I didn't have to test. When I got there, um, I had to fill out a questionnaire, the same questionnaire that you fill out everywhere. It's like, you know, do you have a fever, 100.4? You know, have you been around anyone, travel, blah, blah, blah. So you just do, 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 do it. Did my paperwork, which had, a you know, you know, anti-harassment thing, sexual harassment thing. This place was the bizarre world, right? So you have these house teamsters that work there and you got the guy running it. When I showed up, there were six guys in this warehouse where they have storage and then they've got some offices and they told me to wear my mask. None of them were wearing their mask. And I would say about five out of seven of them were chain smoking inside the warehouse, right? I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm waiting for like almost like an hour and a half, two hours to get paired up with someone. So I got paired up with a dude, dude, Robbie, very cool guy. Uh, he tatted up. He had a skateboard with him. Guy's like 30, early 30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's been in a heavy metal band. He He's toured on the Warped Tour. Very cool guy. Very good experience, whatever. But again, no COVID test, nothing. So I was scheduled to work there for Thursday, Friday, possibly monday when they do the returns possibly tuesday so on thursday i'm with robbie totally cool day we're chatting the whole time running around picking things up loading the truck dropping it off friday i got paired up with another dude this is russian dude pretty well built now this the day before i heard about this russian dude that like i heard a story about this guy that used to work they were loading i think they were loading a trailer for like the thanks day giving's day parade or whatever whatever and and the Russian guys on the truck, and then this other guy. It, mostly, a lot of the guys are Italian. Like an Italian guy in his early fifties gets into a thing with his nephew, and they start fighting. They start like the the nephew's taking the piss out of the uncle and whatever, and uh, and so the uncle turns around to punch his nephew, but he mistakenly punched the Russian guy. Okay. <laughs> The Russian guy is like, he's got his head shaved on the sides and back, a lot of gray in his hair. He's got the hair a little longer on top with like that kind of little mini, mini man bun, you know? Yeah. yeah. But he's fucking, he's wide and he's big and he's strong. And it's not just because he's Russian. If I saw this guy, I would not fuck with him ever. Okay. So the next day I get paired up with him. Oh, so the thing on the truck is when the, when the, when the uncle 
in his 50s punched the nephew meant to punch the nephew he punched the the russian guy grabbed him put him in a bear hug and brought him and wrestled him down to the ground and would not fucking let go it took like four guys to pull the russian guy off so all i know is like day one at this place chain smoking it you know it almost felt like an 80s sitcom like wings or something like that where it's just a bunch of fucking yahoos whatever it's crazy and and now i'm i'm on the thing this russian guy doesn't he doesn't say anything he barely says hello like i'm like how am i supposed to help this guy i don't even know what the fuck is going on and he was listening to something i thought it was a russian podcast or meditation thing so it wouldn't kill me i don't know i just know that he bear hugged the guy and i'm like so i'm like just, just shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up in my head i'm like don't talk to the guy like be nice be okay but don't say anything don't say anything the entire fucking day nothing and like at one point and and by the way, he wasn't even he was like fucking binge watching them, like a fucking fucking procedural Russian show or something. I don't even fucking know. And it was like he's there was like a level of quiet intensity to him. He never no no road rage, not once. Very calm, very but it was like that kind of calm that was scary, you know? Yeah. He was probably so, right. he's watching yeah. he's watching the Russian version of This Is Us. They they probably have <laughs> I forgot to, this I, no, I think it was uh, it, it was very hack. Uh, it was Law and Order KGB. No, it was I don't know what it was. I have I was just like I, I'm like I was like looking over at his phone like because you know at, at a light he would glance down at his phone, but for the most part it was just sitting there and he was just listening to the show. The cool thing about like, Law and Order uh, KGB, they'd be very short episodes because <laughs> we we found them, we killed them. He's, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was no. And then no courtroom. There's no need for justice. <laughs> the justice, uh, ju, 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 no, different, different. My worst Russian accent ever. Anyway, so so I did I did my two days, and then and then the next, and I, I the first day I, when I, I I you know because I was talking to Robbie, I, I decided on the second day to grab my camera. I had left it in my car the day before, so and I had the camera and I got the thing, and it'd be like you're with the Russian guy. I went back to my car and just like sheepishly put my camera away. I'm like, fucking don't take a picture of the fucking Russian guy. And I found out that he may have been special ops in Russia, right? And I didn't even know that when I was on the truck with him. And I'm like, the next day I was paired up with Robbie, the, the guitarist, skateboarder, yeah. barber on the side. Just cool dude. I like the guy a lot, you know? He, um, so I'm back with him on Monday. I brought my camera, but it was kind of an overcast day. He didn't bring a skateboard because I'm like, cool. Like when we have some downtime and we're like the third truck waiting to get into the scene shop to drop off our shit, you know, yeah. for Saturday Night Live. I'm like, I'll take some pictures. So I didn't get to take it. And then I got cut on Monday night. And uh, that was that. And then uh, just but I did get a he was doing some kickflips. Uh, when he, when he was swapped out the truck for the personal car, yeah. he grabbed the skateboard and I was going to take a picture of this water tower. So I just said to him, Hey, can I take, are you cool if I take a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, I took like two pictures of him doing a kickflip. I got one where he was airborne. It wasn't perfect. I wasn't happy with it, but I was like, cause to me, that's like, that's a good fucking day is like, if I'm driving around, cool dude, he's listening to music that I like, you know, he's, um, good conversation talking about TV shows and whatever. And when we got some downtime, you know, he's just on his skateboard doing some tricks and I'm able to take a couple of pictures and maybe I get a good one, and, you know. And you're not afraid but, that he's going to kill you. 
That's yeah. Well, yeah, and then but it, but it's one of those jobs. And then the other thing was, I had texted a friend of mine who had who had done work there. He worked a 27 30-hour day there one time because he ended up getting called by the union on Friday afternoon. And so Friday and Saturday is when they do when Saturday Night Live, they do all of those commercial, you know, like the did you watch the Elon Musk episode? I didn't. I I, I haven't oh, okay. I haven't watched the matter. show but, in a long time. I I, I oh, you've sh- seen the yeah. show. I've seen yeah. Yeah. It's so you've of, seen like the mock commercials they do. Yeah, yeah, they were throwing the little yeah. Right. So, yeah, so those are single camera shot on film, you know, they're shot and they're made to look like So they have to shoot those before the episode cuz they're rolled in. Yeah, right. So he got called in by the union, got there for it, and he basically worked a 30-hour day. So, And then he had mentioned, he's like, if you work with this guy, um, you know, Ferrari, you're going you're gonna, to um, you're gonna chain smoke. He's like, he ch- he's a chain smoker. You're going to inhale like two cartons of cigarettes. And sure. So I was very relieved that I was not paired up with it. The Russian guy, he vaped. But whatever he was vaping, it was like there was no smoke. There was like no, you know, not smoke, vapor coming yeah, right like the cloud and and that wouldn't have bothered me anyway but the cigarette smoking man it's just ah oh, i yeah. it bothers me so much I, even I, though i had smoked in my past i learned more about vaping last week when we were we were over in illinois than i i had known uh because i, I heard that lady the old lady get the the whole vaping explanation, and I didn't know that uh, they've got these cartridges and they got these you know different devices, these pens, these all these you know different things that they can do. It's it's very confusing, and um, I was really I was really kind of tapped in trying to overhear the part about you know when they were talking about the um, the. The difference between the the the, the straights, you know, the stuff with the THC uh, versus the CBD versus the, the there's also um, have you heard about this? Um, I was interested in this because uh, they've got this uh, Delta Eight THC now, which is a different thing. Uh, uh, I believe. No clue. Okay. Never heard of it. Okay, so Delta Eight THC is very it's it's the kissing cousin to i i think the other version is delta 9 and i think there might also be a uh, another version uh but delta 8 is derived uh, through the hemp plant which is different uh, than the plant that they use to you know for smokable marijuana but anyway uh it apparently has many of the uh, same characteristics it, it will get you high ish not as uh, completely uh, high as as the delta 9 version it's got different characteristics but uh, some people uh, prefer those characteristics because you know you're not as as zonked out and stuff like that and in the vaping form if they do the THC delta 8 THC I guess with with CBD um, you can load up on certain uh, the terpenes, or I don't understand all this shit. But um, there's there's various um, um, things that'll you know, with like I said, sleep, relaxation, some of the things that people are going for with that with that sensation. So I I was uh, aware of this that that it existed, and I probably I guess when I was in the in one of those places, I googled it because I just wasn't sure what they were talking about, and I so I read something about it. Now it's been popping up on a lot of my newsfeed stuff. The the Delta Eight THC uh, stories, and one of them that popped up yesterday was 
the state of Colorado, which was, of course, um, way early on. I think they, I believe that was the first state that made. Yes, made, uh, Washington and Colorado, I believe, happened around the same time. Yeah. Uh, Colorado got, I think, more, at least national press. Yeah. So, over it. but yeah. Colorado just outlawed the Delta 8 THC, not because. It's uh, something that's going to, uh, not that it's more strong or, or um, should be uh, feared or, or uh, it could be more harmful. Basically, I think what's going on in Colorado is they, the state is so tied into the other versions of you know, the, the, the existing Delta 9 stuff. And uh, they don't distribute this. The, the, the state of Colorado doesn't. So therefore, they're not getting taxes off of the uh, Delta 8 stuff. They, uh, in their ruling, they said that the reason that they made it illegal is because there wasn't enough testing done yet on the hemp version, which to me doesn't make any any real solid sense other than the fact that they were just trying to shut it down and control it. I think is more than more than uh, more of the truth, maybe than 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 the reverse. But I guess apparently, the uh, farm bill of 2018 made it. Uh, made a lot of hemp stuff legal in many states there were a handful there were eight or eight or nine that uh, opted out of that uh, and the state of Iowa where I live is one of those so the Delta 8 stuff is not legal here but there's many states where the, the Delta 8 stuff actually uh, is legal that you wouldn't think of as being a legal state because of this farm bill stuff and uh, the legislation that they just passed in uh, Illinois or not in Illinois in in Colorado stopping it is going to be challenged by by groups because they think that the uh, farm bill supersedes what the what the state just tried to do locally which was yeah. yeah yeah I just I just found I just found the article that says thanks to the 2018 farm bill cannabis with less than 0.3 percent THC is considered hemp and in anything that naturally derives from hemp is federally legal which is an interesting because a state can pass can make THC legal but federally it's not legal it's just whether or not they enforce it or not but that's one of the reasons that I think uh, you cannot pay for certain um, for cannabis in a state w with credit cards yeah, because of the cash. banks are federal right right right. Yeah, so and they also, don't they don't want to be the ones that take the hit from the federal government. Right. Yeah. Right. Which puts these these places now that are open legally in these states puts them in a really tough situation because they're handling all this cash and they've got to be heavily armed and and uh, a lot of security things that are going on that uh, you know they could get they could get mm -hmm. jacked they could get robbed i'm surprised they there there haven't been more robberies but uh i, I think there's been yeah. a handful <laughs> this this so this here this is this the article that i was reading from is from leafly.com i've never heard of leafly but when i googled delta 8 apparently it's a hot topic blah 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 it, the article starts with if you haven't heard of it yet you 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 will soon and and then they test it out and they smoke it and so so here everything's good right with this whole thing i'm i'm, I'm reading it it makes total sense and it's like to test out delta 8 THC, I slid to a dispensary in Portland, Oregon to grab up the 250 milligram pack, 1025 milligram servings of Smokey's Sour Blue Raspberry Gummies. <laughs> there's like, I, there's a Z. Smokey's Sour Blue. It's ridiculous. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Let's take this seriously. And then there's that. <laughs> all the names are ridiculous for all this stuff. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I, I get it. It's part of marketing. You know, but 
I told, I've said it many times on here. My experience with legal THC, legal cannabis, was the little, the little Altoid-like tin of cinnamon, um, you know, uh, mints. Yes, and it was, I believe, five milligrams of THC, and it was a mix of indica and sativa, and two of them were fantastic for a good three, four hour chill mind and body high just relaxing Loved feeling Lo yes. like but okay if 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 i were to change my mind and do it today would i feel the same and would it be i don't know i have no idea about my body chemistry where my mind is but at the time man it was great it was great but but again i didn't need i i don't know that i would ever buy that if you tell me like if you know this is great it's it's a more mild high but it still has its benefits I don't want to buy that, you know? You want to buy the stronger it's, or you just don't want to buy anything? No, no, no. But I don't want to buy something with that dumb marketing name. Well, well, they, well the old lady, I remember when you, were t when you were talking about the names, when she finally settled on something, she, and I remember chuckling uh, you know, inwardly because she was like, okay, then we'll have the 10 milligram uh, Gonzo motor breath. And you know she had to she had to list off like three of these things. And they all had these ridiculous names, and I'm like, we're forcing these old people <laughs> into these uncomfortable situations where where they're yeah trying to order something that sounds like the name off of a Grateful Dead album. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to be a fly on the wall for that drive home with a conversation with that couple. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. And see what she's like the first night when she's kicking back, you know, she's, she's watching the real CSI and she's uh, just uh, taking her first. Or even if she, I hate to say it, but maybe she took one too many. <laughs> Be the person who has to show up with the, uh, with the ambulance yeah. ride. <laughs> I took three of the, of the Gonzo motor breaths. And I don't know. I'm seeing butterflies that look like dragons. No, it's more like moths. The moths are coming. They're eating my sweaters. They're eating my sweaters. They look where like are the dragons? Balls? <laughs> yeah. uh, which is yeah. unfortunately where that goes. But uh, yeah, um, it's it's a weird situation. But I think getting this, getting high with grandma. Getting high with grandma. There are, and there are, like I said, there was a bunch of. I, I noticed that there were a lot of about um, fifty year old sort of uh, of. Uh, of women in there, and there were a lot of uh, people that were. Uh, and then you jump up maybe twenty years, and you have a lot of seventy plus that are in there. So, as well as younger people. That I was looking around at the younger people that were in there that day, and because it was, I think it was a, a Wednesday, and I was, there was some of them that I was looking at, thinking, "Now, why isn't he working?" <laughs> <laughs> very tattooed fellow that doesn't look very athletic, and he's wearing uh, a lot of uh, Michael Jordan basketball gear. Uh, and uh, he spent a lot of money on, on tats and uh, uh, and sneakers and long shorts, <laughs> but he's obviously not working today. And he's uh, trying to scratch scratch get together enough money to to buy the big the big load here at the legal dispensary. But uh, for those states that like well, the one I'm in now, Iowa, where there's no no possibility for that to for somebody to go in and and just buy something at retail, it's it's a sad situation because we got people we're locking up people. I was reading a story yesterday about some guy that uh, in some state that it's one of those uh, third strike sort of deals. Uh, the guy had an ounce and a half of marijuana, and they gave him a life sentence based on the three strikes thing, which is still around. Well, 
I didn't even know those that that still happens. Yeah, you know? they then that stuff is the direct result of our current president was the one that uh, was around forty years ago when a lot of those uh, laws were being enacted. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah he was one of the main main drivers of all that stuff <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is and i think people you know they can change p political points political viewpoints and and do, do something different but um it's funny how a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't know that or wouldn't realize that or, or would fight you over the fact that no he didn't do that he's he's not that guy um yeah i don't know it's it's a strange situation that uh we're just gonna have to figure it out as we go that's the way the world works right figure it out as we fucking go <laughs> but no no there's no figuring it out you know i don't i don't know i don't know that it's ever going to i don't i i'm not saying this in a negative way i'm just i'm not sure that it ever writes itself i feel like as things move on as as the western culture and here in america things change there's going to be challenges and issues right. and there's going to be there are going to be a there's always going to be a segment of the population that has issues and and problems with with many things right and so i don't i don't know how we get to some level of normal i don't know that we can blame covid19 and trump forever no you know no right like it's like you know it, it's just I, I do. I watched something yesterday. I watched something yesterday. Okay. A friend of mine sent me deep Tom Cruise. It was a TikTok thing. Oh, the deep and fake deep thing. Tom, did you see that? The deep fake Tom Cruise. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So, so the last one the guy posted, and you can see it on his Instagram or on his TikTok, and and again, I just think it's uh, deep Tom Cruise, and it, he's an actor, and the guy is a white guy with brown hair who doesn't necessarily he doesn't facially look like tom cruise you know it got me to a point of like the ai it, it did a pretty good job right so this guy has been doing visual effects on his own right and he yeah. came up with a good idea and each one of these took like i think up to two months including the one where he's basically it's it's tom cruise and his impression he, so he does a good impression of tom cruise it's not the deep fake where they take all the audio and try to piece together what the guy says this is him literally doing a tom cruise impression yeah and then what he does is he takes that and then he literally masks out his face and his mouth so that it's actually his mouth and then the rest of it is tom cruise tom cruise's face from a series of photographs it's a lot of work so it's not like you can just push a button and magically do do this but i noticed in his videos when he turns his face to the side or whatever it doesn't work so well right because mm, right. you gotta you know you really got to be meticulous about it but it boggled my mind and it's like you know uh, a friend the friend of mine who sent it to me who's a line producer evan he he wrote yep no need for actors anymore but at the same time that's not, it's not true because we're not there because the guy literally is an actor and he did the impression you still need to do it but you're getting closer and closer to being able to, you know, make a movie that stars, you know, Clint Eastwood, you know, John Wayne, Tom Cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like where you could do, I don't know that you can do an entire feature film that way, but it's somewhere between animation, visual effects, and live action. Yeah. And that boggles my mind. My concern is when it delves, it is, is that where we are now or where we seem to be is that there are some people that believe anything 
or disbelieve anything. They are based on their belief system. That is true. Yeah, for sure. And 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 so, you know, there were plenty of people that could do a really good Donald Trump impression. How easy would it have been for someone to and because of who Trump was seems is seems to be and the things that he says that are wacky crazy like a president has never said before how easy could it have been for someone to have made that thing that could have started world war three <laughs> you know no I, I, and, oh yeah, yeah and it's so, scary it is. i mean but if you had the time it's sort of it's I, I, again I, I so that's why i think i just focus on my stupid little world and all i want right now is to find these Hollywood. um these Hollywood Adirondack chairs in black for Susie, but there's a shortage of this Hollywood, so they're so expensive, and that's it. That's all I care about right now. You're not you're not worried about Bill Gates. <laughs> can he help me? I mean, what his divorce, or I mean, can he help me get these chairs? Uh, well, it's possible. I don't know. Uh, he's I, 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 he disappointed. I, I think uh, a lot of Americans with. Uh, we we had this idea that he was okay if if they were to come up with uh, always it seems like in in recent history who's the reasonable voice who's the expert who's the guy that if if he shows up on TV with his comfortable sweater and his button down shirt and his sensible glasses and he's not too out there he's uh, he's he's just this guy that's you know kind of uh, the, the the real life sort of character that uh, Tom Hanks seems to always play you know that was Bill Gates and then we find out he was possibly banging his interpreter from China he was hanging out with Jeff Epstein a lot is to the point where his wife had serious concerns about it and tried to get him to stop he apparently had some kind of old girlfriend hall pass thing going on where once a year his wife said, yeah, go, go hang out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff there that we're, we're finding out about this guy that was supposed to be the most sensible man in the world, the paragon of virtue, the guy that we were all supposed to think about when we were starting that business in our garage. Hey, you remember Bill Gates? <laughs> mm. And now yeah. what's, what's Bill doing for us? Bill's a disappointment. I don't know. <laughs> I, I he might be able to get you the chairs i'm not sure um if you have something on him if you have some photos now if he gets me the chairs then i'll forgive him for all that stuff if you have any photos if you could look back and try to figure out somehow if you were coming up with photos of jeff epstein and 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 him maybe you could you get probably more than more than that he'd probably he'd hook you up well but uh in the meantime i don't know I, uh, you know, listen, I, I, um, I'm a procrastinator, um, uh, and I, and quite frankly, I don't want to blackmail anyone. You don't want to take the time? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's just, I, I, I wouldn't want to be associated with, with any of that, you know? Like, I, like, I, there are very few people that I want to take down and, like, and have anything to do with their demise. You know, I think it would have... that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let mr big voice take us out
Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch... Have to, they would have to... like He would have to do something personal. To, to to me or my children or to Susie or you know or that would be, and then but even then I don't think I would be like I wouldn't you know I, I'm not gonna be like that Russian guy who's gonna put someone in a bear hug and like drop them down to the to the ground and not I just don't have that I don't have drive.